What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with King Buzzo. Check it out. And the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast welcomes in the great Buzz Osborne. How are you doing, sir? Oh, as good as can be expected under the circumstances. <laughs> exactly. Um, as much as I'm stoked to talk about a bunch of things with you. I sincerely hope you're well. I hope Mackie's well. I hope all your musical conspirators are okay. You know, nobody you know has been uh, fell by illness or harmed protesting or anything crazy. Nobody yet, anyway. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, this year is just, you know, bananas, and I try to be sensitive to everybody I talk to about that because, you know, there's other things going on in the world besides, uh, you know, us little art makers and journalists and stuff. But um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad you're keeping well, and I'm super glad that we are finally getting Gift of Sacrifice, your second solo affair, your second solo affair of late. I don't know if you count your uh, maybe your other work as solo affairs, your Melvin solo record. Um, yeah, still solo record. Okay, yeah, yeah, I mean it was legitimately a solo record. It was more um, of an EP. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I'm I as you know. We talked before this. I was a huge fan of This Machine Kills Artists. It was actually one of my oh, favorite albums. It was one of my favorite albums of that year, and I really enjoyed your live performances of that. And this record is a different animal. Obviously, it's King Buzzo featuring Trevor Dunn, who, you know, we know you've worked with a lot. He's brilliant. Um, this this record's definitely, it's still you, and it's still, like, your flavor of singing and guitar and writing, but like I love all the stuff going on. It's it's really like a whole different thing. Uh, that was kind of the point, you know. I didn't really want to do another record like the one I the first one, first uh, acoustic record. And I knew I wanted to do uh, modular synth stuff on it. Um, I hadn't really heard anybody do acoustic with modular synth, so I was kind of really super excited about that. And then. Um, when I was thinking about doing the tour, which, you know, I, I mastered this record in December, right, of, of last year, and finished it in the spring of 2019. So it was a full year, well, well over a year ago. And then I started it probably four years ago, recording stuff. Um, and so um, when I was starting to think about touring it, I knew it was going to be over a year away. I thought of Trevor coming out on tour and maybe opening some of the shows or opening a bunch of the shows on stand-up bass. And I go, and what we should do is we should record an EP together and we could sell on the tour. And so he came out in like uh, March, I guess, of March or February of 2019. And um, uh, I go, well, maybe you should play on one of the songs. So I had most of the record already done. Uh, I said, well, maybe you should play on one of these songs we could put it on the EP. It'll be a little different than it will be on the record. And once he did it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm playing another song. You know, <laughs> that's kind of how it worked. He ended up playing on most of the record, which is why it's a King Buzzo with Trevor Dunn as opposed to a King Buzzo Trevor Dunn record, which we would like to do where we, you know, both, you know, uh, collaborate equally on the record, That would, that, which isn't really the case with this one, but. Um, we would like to do that in the future, but that's how that's how it happened. So we did the EP that came out, six pack EP, and then the album was supposed to come out in May, and we had a huge tour set up. I had a U.S., Europe, probably Australia, New Zealand, and South America, probably, and um, maybe even South Africa, all down the shitter. Oh, I was probably going to work from May until the end of November. 
So that's all out. It's like everybody else. And so now uh, this record got delayed because uh, in uh, April, they told us, the distributor told us, any record stores that goes out of business, if we want to put that record out in May, they wouldn't pay us for those records. We just have to eat it. So uh, we had to then, if we didn't want to take that risk, we had to then push it back even further until August. So that's that's where we're at right now. With no shows in sight. Nothing. So Right. And it's, I mean, you know, we're, we're all, all, every band, every artist in the world is in the same boat. And it is weird because, you know, there is a lot of, I know I've talked to a plethora of artists and some of them are like, yeah, fuck it. I want to put the record out. I don't want to wait, give it to fans. And then others are like, yeah, but if I don't go out and play a show and sell it to somebody at my table, they don't sell. And, you know, they're negligent or indifferent to digital and streaming and stuff. So you know, I appreciate your, you know, what you've lost here and hopefully we'll get it all back if people stop being assholes. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know if people's behavior will make much difference. Maybe. Yeah. We'll right. see. Um, I know. And I saw, uh, I think one of the first bad signs that I saw between New York City where I am and uh, where you are, I saw like beach pictures that were like full of people just swore the first warm day people just lost their mind and i'm not talking about after months i'm talking about after weeks of like we didn't even have a concerted lock-in or anything but you know i i have faith that um at some point we'll get it back i guess the good thing about uh this kind of project is you could go out and do small if it was safe you could go out and do small club gigs again it's not like a, you know a full, a full gig uh, i doubt I think the smaller ones are probably more dangerous as far as infection goes than a, than a big, huge one would be. I mean, uh, uh, I'm no scientist, but I believe that uh, the more enclosed the space is, the more infectious it is. That's fair. That's also you know? fair. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, whatever it is, it's going to be weirder than we think. And um, everything could change. You may have to reinvent everything. It's true. I don't know what the future holds. Nobody does. A lot of people think they have a lot of answers, and and I just don't see that. I, I, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not that kind of a person. I don't uh, think I know everything. I certainly don't know that much about this. Uh, nobody does. It seems like everything changes about every forty-eight hours. That is totally fair. Um, but in the meantime, at least we have this music to listen to, and uh, I'm glad you kind of uh, took us through the genesis a little bit about. The project um yeah. yeah i love i love um not only the modular keys and stuff but there's like awesome strings and there's a lot of like you know upright or fretless bass because trevor's you know ridiculous uh, i've interviewed trevor also actually about working with you which is interesting now to talk to you a little bit about trevor from the flip side um was he talking shit no, he never talked. He talked. He glowed about you. This is quite a while back, uh, but uh, yeah, he glowed up about working with you and you know different projects and stuff and all the other things he's into. So no, he was you know, I think he's a pretty chill guy. He's uh, you know, I, was I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured, um, but yeah, you know, um, he's he's a good match. You know, it's like I said, I think it's uh, it works. It's interesting and it works. Uh, you know, it works a treat there. Um, I love some of these tracks. Um, and in a strange way, I don't know why, like uh, some of these, uh, 
I don't, you know, I try not to read too deep into meanings of titles, but like housing, luxury, energy, and science in modern America. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of, I feel like a lot of mocking there <laughs> in the typical buzzo way, you know? Well, I did all that stuff a long time ago. So um, it would have been uh, difficult for me to mock what was going on now. Uh, science in modern America, I probably came up with that song and the lyrics and everything better part of two years ago probably you know um um i don't know you know i mean um generally i make lists of song titles and then try to figure out the song for them most of which never get used i'll go through and go through the list and uh pick out whatever looks interesting to me then maybe write some lyrics along those lines or not there's no one way that's for sure yeah uh I think we touched on this once before. I may have asked you if you uh, write independently, you know, just pick up the guitar and noodle and play, whether electric or acoustic, and and or write down lyrics or song title ideas, you know, like free. I figured you're such a, you know, it seems like you're a very industrious guy and a prolific guy. So I always feel like you must be always working on something. Yeah, a lot. I mean, uh, lately I've probably worked on less stuff than I ever have. Um uh, since all this stuff went down, I don't really see a whole lot of point. It's kind of like bri- building the bridge on the River Kwai, you know. Um, we have a lot in the can already. We have a lot of things that are coming out and a lot of things we're finishing. Finishing a new Melvin's 1983 record that we started a while ago. Um, and uh, a few other ideas up our sleeves. But uh, uh, nobody's really into into the uh, getting together and rehearsing mode at this fall at this point i've written probably you know a dozen songs since this whole thing started which is actually quite a bit but a lot not that much for me normally usually i'm a songwriting machine i can write stuff you know five or six songs a day if i'm really down for it at least the makings for five or six a day you know that wouldn't be that hard it's just when i put a guitar in my hand it's just hard for me not to write songs that's awesome and uh and thanks that's great for everybody uh yeah it's we you know i i also i i think my own personal mood has been all over the map during this whole thing there there are times i'm working my ass off but also there's times when i'm like man i just want to like crawl under the covers and not do shit or i need to work for a deadline which you luck you know fortunately you have the only deadlines you set for yourself at this point but yeah there's yeah it's it's kind of hard some days it's like does any of this shit matter like <laughs> what the well, fuck I guess, I guess i don't mean that i haven't been doing anything i just haven't been writing a lot of music yeah. um i put together a book in my photography um that's coming out soon whole bunch of things like that um uh lots of projects we had going on uh finishing up a lot of musical stuff um you know busy all the time really but uh as far as like writing a whole bunch of new music no not really not that but uh everything else everything else moves on as normal as normal word i i i have to say i do like these buzzo records in between you know, even if there's a gap between now and the next one, I, re- I again, I'm really enjoying this one. And uh, it is, it you know, much like the rest of your career, it definitely is its own, you know, its own individual flavor of, of buzz stuff. And it's not like anything else uh, other than it's you, you know, yeah. which is great. Yeah. 
I wanted it to be different than the other one. I knew that uh, adding modular synth and acoustic guitar, like I said, I hadn't really heard anybody do that. I was pretty excited about that. And then um, uh, the addition of Trevor Down really took it to another level. I do write a lot of stuff on acoustic guitar and then transfer it to electric or vice versa. Um, it would work both ways without too much trouble. So that's always nice. I don't know what the future holds, but uh, this is the longest period of time that we will have not played a show, way over 30 years. Crazy. <laughs> I was yeah. um, I was just thinking because I, I, I watched that like Ipecac stay at home video series right and you guys had one of your your uh documentary was on there one of them and uh which i'm very fond of because i remember seeing it and uh my friend a, a dear friend of mine who passed away she used to shoot photography for ghost cult shot one of your shows in phoenix actually it was like her first gig for ghost cult was there she passed away a short time after that but she took a photo with you guys and it was like the highlight of her life <laughs> at that point and uh I, I feel like it's like in there amongst your photos of like, we did this many shows in this many days, you know, Topeka, you know, uh, Boise, Phoenix. And like, she's in the Phoenix uh, set of things like the photo flip. Oh, wow. Um, so I, I remember seeing that uh, at the screening and I was like, oh man, there's my pal. And I texted her mom. Um, that was uh, Melina Delamargio, by the way. Um, but, uh, you know, it's so long ago. I don't know if you would remember. It's like five years ago. And she passed away four years ago next month. So um, just things that make me think of Melvin's thoughts. But, um, yeah, man, I uh, love this record. And, uh, you know, it's it's not always easy to discuss art. And I'm super pumped to hear about your photography book and any other, you know, Melvin stuff going on, Melvin's configurations, or uh, I don't know if you're planning to keep kind of keep that close to the chest till you're ready to reveal anything. But uh, I, 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 you know, I don't think there's any other band in existence that is ever like, let's keep like two constant members and then randomly in, you know, not randomly, but let's insert a whole nother variable every couple of years and shake it up, which is, you know, awesome. And it guarantees yeah, uniqueness, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's nobody, there's nobody doing that. Nobody I know of, you know, plus we do tons of collaborations with bands and I don't know anybody that's done anything like that. It doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal to me. I think there's some people that take offense to that sort of thing, which I can't quite figure out. It's like, you know, really, it's just, it's music. It's not overly important. It's, it's a, a, you know, art, which you do extra in your life. Um, um, we make records that are, some of them are hyper limited, which is sort of like an entry level into buying art, sort of, at a, at a level that's not thousands of dollars. So, um, and then there's people out there who just, I think are uh, um, are upset just for the fact that we exist, you know. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I don't know about that. It's Never not been the case. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, you know, can't be loved by everyone, but I don't know about hated. Especially with the hipster elite, you know. Oh well. You know, you know those people have never been on our side and that's always been weird and i just you know i don't even like our band but when i think about that kind of stuff it's like you know it's like you need to relax more i'm relaxed right i don't i don't, I don't trust i don't trust know? anybody that doesn't listen to melvin's man I, I like are you are you sure if you never like what like yeah, i should meet somebody that doesn't know the band and i'm just like okay maybe they not everybody can love you, but I was like, if, if I meet someone who legitimately has never heard the band and we, we're in the same scene and we like the same stuff, I'm confused. 
Um, yeah, well, you know, we're not an easy sell. But the funny thing is, is it's sort of like with the Beatles. If you say, I don't like the Beatles. It's like, okay, you can't find one thing that they ever did that you could like. Not one thing. It's like all, with us, out of all the stuff that we've done, all the wide variety of things out there, you can't find one thing. Well, that just means they've never really listened to it. Right. Which is fine. They don't have to like it. I mean, I don't really care. You know, it's just, it's not overly important to me. Just like the, you know, hipster elite, them not liking our stuff is not overly important to me. I'm not trying to please them or anything like that. I'm not really trying to please anyone. I mean, I think everyone should like our stuff and should be happy that we're a band, but um, it's not always the case and I can live with that. That's okay. Not a big deal. Yeah. Right on. I know that I, I hear like differing opinions. I hear one guy yesterday said to me like, of course I write music with my fans in mind. I don't want to alienate them. And then I love what you just said, which is like, I, you know what? I hope someone likes my stuff, but I write for me, which is, you know, right for me, which is how it's always worked. And I figure that that's worked so far. It's going to continue to work. I mean, we write music the way that we would want other bands to write music or the attitude wise. That's it. And, um, what I would appreciate as a fan, that's it. You know, not, I have no idea what people are going to like. I have no clue. I mean, uh, you know, if you like something that's easy to read, like Hunter S. Thompson, when he first did Fear and Loathing, that wasn't considered really good or groundbreaking in any way. Not at all. People didn't necessarily like it right away. That kind of stuff takes a long time. If you wait around long enough, eventually and you're sincere about what you're doing, eventually it works out. You know, but you have to do it. It's a war of attrition. You know, I've outlived a lot of assholes, so it doesn't make much difference. That's okay. I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> nice. I like it, man. I like it. Yes, please stick around. Um, please stick around so you can make more solo records and insert, like, Kiss references in the guitar parts. Because right, uh, okay. I did. I definitely caught Shock Me and I think Parasite in there. In, uh, that one song. Yes. yes. Very good. I think I came um, out really. I'm looking forward to doing another record with Trevor. Yeah, man, he's great, and uh, this is this really. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect because I don't go in with any preconceived notions, and then you know it's great to be, you know, I, I wouldn't. I don't think pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Anything accurate, else? But like, you know, it's nice to get surprises and get into uh, good. And you get out and even and, like golf, you know, or do you have any toes, interest so, in the Dodgers yeah. right now? I wouldn't go to a game if you paid I've been me. Playing, no, I can't go to games, but the first game was just yesterday, so they won. Right. That was good. I don't like the fact that they're using a designated hitter. That kind of irritates me. Um, uh, nice. but, and I've been uh, golfing a lot, so that's good. But, you know, I golf whenever I can. It's a good outdoor activity to behave in. Perfectly socially distanced golf, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, social, and that's the very nature of golf. So. Plus, I like to walk. It's about a six-mile walk, and it's uh, um, um, outside, which is, you know, musicians are people of the great indoors. It's a, it's a good thing to do outside, so forces you to do that. Plus, I like – I mean, I, I always like playing sports. I just never liked the people who played sports. So, <laughs> Right. Sports would know. be great without jocks, right? Yeah, I never liked that. That drove me away from all that kind of thing, and golf is a solitary thing. You don't need anybody else, and it's a – it's a beautiful place to play and I don't care where it is. I mean, it could be the shittiest municipal course or a really nice course. I'm just as happy to be playing golf at all. So 
And people, you know, people misunderstand that too. It's like, you know, I'm not part of some golfing elite. Look at me. I'm not. I don't go to country clubs. Country clubs don't like me. I have no interest in any of that sort of thing. You know, nothing. I'm not joining a club. No, no, you know, like a, I'm going to be part of these people. I want to hobnob with the best or the, I'm no interest in any of that. I just want to play golf. That's it. So I do my best to do that. And I play pretty good. And, uh, um, and I hope to get a lot better. I hope to play my best golf in my 60s. That's what I'm hoping. Nice. You probably the same with guitar, right? And continue to evolve and get better. Yep. That's it. You know, I've been messing around with lots more open tunings lately in the last 10 years. And um, those are all things that are open up the guitar to a massively bigger, uh, 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 a bigger uh, just a plethora of new things that you can do on it that you never thought of before just by simply made, putting the guitar in a different tuning i've been doing weird tuning since the eight, late 80s but the, the, you know this i've really really dove into it on, on for the last, in the last decade or so nice was there like an original guitar player that uh inspired the alternate tunings in you or you just came upon it yourself no i found out about alternate tunings myself um, in the eighties, uh, just by screwing around, you know, just messing around with the guitar and, you know, try, what if I try this? What if I put the guitar you know, to tuning here? I don't read music. I don't really know what I'm doing as far as that's concerned, but you stumble upon things and you think you discovered something that's actually a normal open tuning, <laughs> but you don't know. So that's kind of funny. That always happens. That kind of thing. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean the guitar, right. It's, it's never, uh, depends on your approach but it's it can it's got endless possibilities like everything else right i think so i'm really at home playing guitar i feel comfortable there um it's, it's how i you know write music and um i love it so i'm never gonna stop so I, unless, I, unless i can't physically do it then, you know, that will change everything we'll probably change a lot <laughs> right all right man anything else no i think that's uh you know a good place to stop that's a good uh period on this thank you so much buzz man it's always a pleasure to chat and uh you know keep your head up be careful <laughs> indeed take care Bye 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 now thanks for checking out today's podcast follow like and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts also check out ghost cult magazine on social media facebook instagram twitter and youtube and finally check us out at ghostcultmag.com we're out peace